You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Questions have been raised around the legality of the Gauteng Crime Prevention Wardens. Experts say that the Gauteng Premier, Panyasa Lasufi, erred by appointing and deploying undertrained 6,000 peace officers to combat crime across the country without legal authorization. For more on this, we joined on the line by Mark Haywood, the editor of Maverick Citizen, who has written extensively and conducted investigations on the crime wardens. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning, Elvis, and thank you for having me. And first and foremost, maybe explain to our listeners what exactly do the Gauteng Crime Prevention Wardens do? Well, the, the Crime Prevention Wardens were recruited uh, at the end of last year. They were sent for training, and perhaps we can talk about that in a few minutes, but it was inadequate training uh, at the beginning of this year for three months. And then they've been deployed to communities all over our province since about June or July, and they are attached to police stations. Uh, they're what the provincial government calls a force multiplier, and they are meant to be assisting the police in dealing with crime. Uh, that's essentially what the, the given purpose is of the, of the crime prevention wardens, according to the provincial government. Now, let me say that, you know, crime is out of control in Gauteng. It is a disaster, literally. I mean, we have, I think, about 500 murders a month. There's an epidemic of rape. There's epidemics of burglary. So there's no question that we need to strengthen our police. The question is, how do we do it lawfully and how do we do it effectively in a way that will have a definite mark increase in reducing crime and especially violent crime and the belief is that this is not the way to do it. Before we talk about legality then let's go to your point about training because the big issue around these peace officers is whether they are adequately trained and there's also an issue of these officers abusing their mandate. What are some of the cases of abuse that you've uh, encountered in this respect? Well, I started my investigation when uh, the mother of a young man from Catlehong came to me and told me how a group of crime prevention wardens had entered his home and had literally beaten him almost to death. They beat him so severely that he spent days in hospital and then after that was injured in a way that he was unable to urinate. Uh, in, in, in medical terms, they, they severed his uh, urethra. Um, and, you know, basically through a good Samaritan arising from my reporting, we managed eventually to get him an operation in a private hospital. But that's the point, is that the crime prevention wardens, because they've not been properly trained, because they're operating outside of the law, there's a danger that there will be an abuse of power, that there will be no uh, proper system of arresting, no proper system of interview, and that they will go in and that people like this people like this will be will, will be beaten up so so that's why Elvis to, to move to this issue of law you know what the law says is the Criminal Procedure Act is that uh, the Minister of Justice and the Minister of Police may create what are known as peace officers uh, to supplement and to assist the police mm. and under section 334 of the Criminal Procedure Act the powers of peace officers, and they're quite extensive powers, I have to say, are 
set out. But you can only do that after it has been published in a government gazette and after the authorization has been granted by the Minister of Justice. That hasn't happened in this instance. So what we have is a group of 6,000 people who have not been trained to do the job which they're on the streets to do, who are now operating outside of the law, who are not accountable to the public or to anybody else who are on our streets. And that, I think mm-hmm. that's the concern. So if they operate, operate outside of the law, who will be then held responsible for the lawsuits that might follow uh, for their illegal operations? Well, in this case, there will be a lawsuit from this young man, and the lawsuit will be against the Gauteng provincial government. But his problem has been that when he tried to complain to IPED, the independent police directorate, they said they don't have uh, authority um, because these are not police officers. And the people who have said you're meant to complain to is the Department of Community Safety. So it will be against the Gauteng uh, government. But the problem is you don't want to have to do that because lawsuits are lengthy, expensive, painful, and so on. What we need is a, is, is a proper strategy that can help us to tackle crime. Now, to fund this program, the Haudang Department of Community Safety, which oversees this program, had its 2023-2024 budget increase significantly to more than 2.7 billion rand. And the crime prevention wardens themselves have been allocated nearly 1.5 billion. Question is, are we getting bang for our buck and our money's worth from this crime prevention initiative, you think? Well, you know, in some ways it's too early to say. I mean, I would love it if this initiative was successful. I think everybody would love it if this initiative is successful. The problem, though, is that, you know, crime experts, people who advise the police, point out that the biggest problem that we have is murder, and these people are not trained to deal with or to prevent murder. In fact, they will make themselves in danger of violent attack and of being murdered themselves if they're not properly trained. You know, when it comes to the budget, well, this is something I think we still have to ask questions about. How was this 1.5? How is it being spent? How much was spent on training? Was it properly uh, uh, tendered for some of the services? These, these are all questions which the housing government has not been open about yet. I would, I would challenge them to be open about how they spent every single penny. I mean, they've bought, I think, 150 new BMWs. Uh, which are being driven by housing crime prevention wardens. Some of them are being crashed. Um, you know, so, so there's a lot of questions. And we, the public, on an issue that is of importance to every single one of us, because every single one of us is fearful and affected by crime, have a right to answers, and we have a right that things be done properly. I thank you so much for your time. Mark Haywood, the editor of Maverick Citizen. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.